Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 128, Playing on the Same Team. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And happy, gosh, it's almost August. It is almost August. Holy cow, summer is just flying by. Hope everyone is having a fabulous summer, um, that the two of you are getting to spend time together. Um, It's one of those times, you know, we talk about it often throughout our summer episodes, where you know, with kids home from school or just with vacations and things like that, sometimes making intimacy a priority in your marriage can take a back burner. And that's why we're so thrilled that all of you tune in on a weekly basis um, to bring the intimacy back to the forefront of your marriage. Yeah, and, and with full disclosure, you know what? Elisa and I, in two weeks, have had some tough times. It's been busy around here. We're, we're looking at one extraordinary marriage and the growth we're having and where we want to take One Extraordinary Marriage in the future. So that keeps my mind working on top of my full-time business that I do have. And one week, Elisa was on her period. The second week, we just weren't attracted to being sexually intimate with each other. It, it came to you know our intimacy lifestyle and it came to my night on Tuesday not just your night, but your last night. My last night. And it was probably about 10.30-ish. Yeah, give or take. And I remember just lying there in bed and trying to get aroused, thinking about my wife, thinking about the possibility of making love to her. And we, we started getting into foreplay. And it just came to a point where I was just going, Elisa, I'm just not there. I, I, I cannot get myself to this point. I, I'm distracted by everything that's going on. So can we just, you know, we'll call it, maybe we can wake up in the morning, the little one won't be in here, maybe we can do something then. And you know what, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. We ended up, didn't make didn't make love until Friday evening. Mm-hmm. And even Friday evening for us was like, Elisa was really revved up about five o'clock. Which timing wise with kids and dinner is just, you know, horrendous time but that's i was like well let's go yeah and i and i was like her i, I was going uh it's it's sort of like we don't have the kids out of here and our kids are just you know all you quickies in the closet people you know what i'm talking about i'm mm-hmm. like let's just let's go take a shower let's go do something he's like nah not right now and then i fell asleep watching a movie with the kids and then you know woke back up and it was kind of in that groggy like oh, okay let me let me shift gears here and focus 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 mm-hmm. it was a challenge it was a challenge last week and i do have to say that um that is probably the first time in i don't know how long that tony has said on one of his nights it's not happening yeah and i really gotta say for me it's just a lot of this chatter that's going on in my own head and where we want to take one extraordinary marriage 
mm-hmm. and, and my mind just gets moving and I, I'm, I'm, up, I'm up late and I'm thinking and I'm writing and I'm doing all this stuff. So, you know, just full disclosure, if you get to that point at times in your marriage where you just feel like, ugh, I'm just not there, be open, be honest to your spouse. That's the best thing you can do. I will say this, though. That cannot happen if you're in a sexless marriage because they're not going to ever expect to have sex with you. Elise and I have sex two times a week for the most part. You know, week in and week out other than the week that she has her period. And usually that week we have it at least one time. Yeah, usually it works out so that... We have at least one time. So you got to be on a good page together. But for those of you who are going, man, I'm just, I'm in a little bit of a rut. It happens. And as our kids get older, I can really understand now from our listeners from years ago who goes, who were saying, wait till your kids get older. You know, it makes it a little tougher, especially when they're home and they're awake and they're moving and they're doing this sort of stuff. So we're there and and we're understanding it. So just, just a little word for those of you that only have youngsters at home. I know you're fatigued because they take so much out of you, but enjoy this time mm-hmm. because you can put them to bed early. For the most part, they stay asleep until morning. Mm-hmm. So make use of this time because it is true. The older they get, the later they stay up. Um, we've got friends, we've had teenagers that talk about them coming in at all different hours of the you know evening and you never know when somebody's going to walk in. So you just don't have that kind of like, oh, we're by ourselves type of thing. Right. So enjoy, enjoy the youngsters. <laughs> yes. You know, make it, make it a priority, make it a priority. You know, we, we still get emails and we're in our small group. We're, Mm -hmm. we're going to be finishing up our small group here at our church on strip down. And you know, when we talk about that calendar it section, making time for each other, you know, it could be sexual, it could be date nights. It could be just conversations. That is a big deal. And fortunately for Elisa and I, we make, we put those times down. And yes, you know, like I said, last two weeks, we, we missed some of those sexual times. We still make it a priority, though, to sit down and talk to each other and have some of that conversation time with each other. Well, and, you know, Tony alluded to it um, when he first started talking about just the fact that one is seeing a lot of growth right now. And that's due to a couple of things. One of them is our newsletter. Um, right. Which, you know, we've now got this. Uh, I'm going to let Tony explain it because you guys know I get to be the voice <laughs> on the podcast and all of the other magic that happens with one is because of my husband. I mean, he is the. And that can be very frustrating for me. And she knows that at times. And she, and I, I she, <laughs> she knows, knows that. that. Yes. And she does. Third person. Um, I do. Part of it is I have, I have no interest in the tech side. None whatsoever. And I know that that's kind of one of those imbalance things. Um, but I'm happy to talk to all of you whenever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but every once in a while I got a prodder, uh, you know, I get a little prodding and, and so tell them about what's going on with the newsletter. All right. So for those of you, we've had a newsletter out there for some time, but I, I really just revamped it for you. I, I wanted to really give you guys a lot of good information on building your marriage and we're hearing from you guys. So what you can do, if you haven't already signed up, you can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash newsletter. And that will take you to our sign-up page. You can sign up there. It's free. We give you three kinds of sex that all marriages need as a free bonus. 
And when we give you, it's an audio program, Elisa and I talking about these three kinds of sex that you should be looking at in your marriage. And it's, it's compelling. It makes you think about your own sex life and what you're doing from there though. You'll hear from us, um, weekly about what's happening. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple times a week, but our big thing is just to stay connected with you guys. We want to hear from you guys. It's, It's really what it's about because the only way that we can continue to grow and help you grow and help you have an extraordinary marriage is by hearing from you. And we're hearing from a lot of you. Yeah. You guys have been, um, phenomenal over the last couple of weeks. We've really seen a spike, um, partly due to the newsletter as it's been going out. Um, Tony's got some questions in there that you all are responding to. And you guys have also been incredibly helpful on Facebook. Um, you know, we've, Tony's been putting up there just, you know, what are the issues in your marriage? What's going on? You know, where do you find the best places to have communication? What would you want to see in a one day intensive? And we are so appreciative for the feedback that you all are giving us. It is really Mm -hmm. helping us to, um, kind of fill in the blanks as far as where one is going to be going in the future and what the needs are. Mm -hmm. Uh, because you guys have been very candid with us in terms of what's not being said out there. And, you know, we're not afraid to tackle um, those topics that nobody else is. Mm-hmm. And so we're really, we're just so grateful to all of you that have chimed in on Facebook or responded to the newsletter um, questions, just letting us know what's going on in your marriages yeah, and where we can help. And, and to that end, we are receiving a lot of emails because of the spike, um, which I think is going to be continued growth. So I, I'm not, I, Leary to even call it a spike right now. It's just been an increase. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting more emails than we have been in the past. And so it's taking us a little bit longer to respond to them. We are reading them. They do get read the same day. And, you know, it is one of those things that we're just trying to get back to everybody as we can. So if you don't hear from us for a couple of days, um, just know that we will be getting back to you. Yeah. Um, we're trying to figure out what the, you know, it, it's part of growth. You have to figure out what the systems are going to be for this type of thing. So bear with us. Yep. Um, but we are hearing from, you know, another fun thing that happened this week is that we did get, um, you know, we're finding out from listeners that are now listening to us in Germany. Yep. And we'll started listening started to us to in listen Germany. Germany now in Chicago. And so again, it's helping us kind of fill in that map on where, where all of you are. Cause yeah. it's exciting for us to find out, um, if we're in new countries, if we're in new cities, um, because that also does play into what is our growth and what is our vision for where one is going to go in the future. Yeah. You know, where, where are we being heard right now? And as we, you know, we hear from different people, yeah, we're listening to you in South Africa. Are we listening to you in Germany? Are we listening to you in Australia? It's like, okay. Um, and thank you to all of us, all of you that are sharing, uh, whether it be on the Facebook page or, you know, you listen to a podcast and you're like, you know, you forward it on to a friend and say, Hey, you got to listen to this you guys are making one your part of the growth. Yeah. So we appreciate that. But let's get into um this week's topic. This week's topic. And you know the show tonight is called Playing on the Same Team. But what we're going to do is we're going to actually the team stands for something and that's what we're going we're going to be pulling it's that up. It's an acronym. It's an acronym. Thank you. And this is and this is all about, you know, right now, <gasps> Ooh, big it, words. Yeah, it's it's July 2012. <laughs> The Summer Olympics in London had just started, have mm-hmm. just started. And so we are looking at 
the games and mm-hmm. what they represent and our marriages and what they represent and tying the two together. So I hope a lot of you are watching those games if you have the ability. At least <laughs> it's kind of funny that he says that because you guys know we don't have cable TV, so we actually are not watching the games. I watched some yesterday at the party. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm watching it when we can. We watched it today. We were at Red Robin. They had it on. Okay. We were watching it. All right. So we hope you're watching it. But it is. It, it's an acronym. Team is an acronym for our marriage. And as you will see in many team sports, they're playing together. They're wearing the same jerseys. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times in our marriage, we're not wearing the same jerseys. We're like the San Diego Chargers playing the Raiders. Which for those of you that don't know. Um, They're a hated rival. A hated rival. Y- you uh, know. Just. They they have a very difficult time coexisting in the same stadium. Packers and the Bears, the Yankees and the Red Sox. You're you're on opposite teams. You're wearing different team jerseys. And one of the big things we got to remember when we come into a marriage, we become one, and we put that jersey on. You know, I'm not saying it's an actual jersey. Maybe some of you have. Maybe you guys are fans of a team. And you put on a jersey together, which is rad, you know. It just makes me think of. Um, we should get that. We should have like DiLorenzo with like two different numbers on her. Kiana and John, uh, yes, Joe in their Joe. Uh, in some of their Denver pictures, right? Like I always see them. Yeah, you know, Joe's got his Denver jersey on. Kiana's got her Denver jersey. So shout out to you guys, um, listeners of ours, listeners of ours who we shared last week are engaged, and um, I'm actually gonna get a chance to meet. Totally off the topic, but. I will get a chance to meet them. So I'm very excited about that. And and I'm bummed because I'll be out of town. But congratulations to the two of you. And thank you for inviting us. We are truly honored and humbled. Back to the topic. Sorry. But but many times we're wearing different jerseys. And we got to get away from this mentality that we're on opposite teams. That we're fighting against each other because we're not. We're one together on the same team, wearing the same jersey. The center in a football team, he takes care of his quarterback. He protects his quarterback. Typically, you, you know, you have your, um, your um, blindside tackle over there who's going to really Make sure that your quarterback is taken care of. I love football. Are you getting ready for football season? Because uh, really, the football analogies are just like flying. Across. I know there's there's no there's no Olympic analogies going on here because I can't think of any right now. But you know what I'm saying. You protect your teammate. And, and this really f- kind of flies in the face of popular culture, um, because whether it's you know, the latest magazine that's, you know, touting, well, you know, guys do this. And so here's how you, you know, combat that. Or it's on, you know, the talk show where, you know, you just have a lot of bashing of one sex or the other, you know, so to say, you know, we're going to be on the same team. Like, I'm not going to go out and complain about my husband. I'm not going to go out and complain about my wife. I'm going to deal with this person mm-hmm. that I committed to. And I stood before God and everyone else and said, as long as life shall last, I'm going to work it out with them. Mm-hmm. I don't need to get everybody else involved. I don't need 25 other voices telling me 
that he's bad or she's bad or, well, he should do this or she should do that. No, I'm going to talk to the person. And that's a biblical principle that when you have, when you have an issue with someone, you go and talk to them first. And so, you know, that's all part of being on the same team. You handle things together. Right. And T stands for talk. And that comes from Mark 4, 22 and 23. And this we'll be reading from the NIV for these verses. He said to them, for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed. And whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. And this is Jesus speaking. And so that, I mean, after, you know, over two years of podcasting, Mm -hmm. I think you guys have heard us say virtually every episode, how important it is to sit down and talk. But it's more than just talking about the weather. Honey, did you pick up, you know, something for dinner? Or did you, you know, oh, we've got this meeting tonight or we've got this thing at church. It's really sitting down and disclosing, being vulnerable, being honest with one another, knowing that there are going to be some consequences. I mean, truth, truth always has consequences. You know, there's mm-hmm. that game, truth and consequences. Um, but the reality is, is that your marriage should be the safest place for you to be truthful. And if you keep that that sense of honesty and the vulnerability, you're not going to do things on a regular basis that are going to cause that other person to be hurt. Mm -hmm. That are going to cause you to have awkward moments because you have got such a deep level of trust. You've got such a deep level of communication with your spouse that it wouldn't cross your mind to do something stupid to jeopardize that. It's when you're not having those conversations, when you're not digging deep into your relationship that you can easily get swayed off course by someone or something else. And so that's why the foundation of team has got to be talking. Mm -hmm. It's got to be communication. It has been, you know, every marriage book out there, every marriage radio show, every marriage, whatever talks about communication, but it's more than just saying, Hey honey, how are you? It's a deep, it's a deeper level. And that only comes through time and working on it together. One of the big things that we are hearing a lot is trust. Mm-hmm. One of you in the relationship is breaking that trust. You are concealing what is meant to be heard. You are, you are holding back information that needs to be talked about. And I'm telling you, so many of you are scared to death to bring them up because you're thinking of the worst that could happen. You know what the worst could happen? Your wife or your husband is going to be really pissed off at you and you're going to get a divorce. That's probably the worst that's going to happen. And it's a big deal. But at the same time, living in a lie, living without telling the truth is going to kill both of you. Well, and this plays out. I just I have to share a personal example that happened mm-hmm. in our family. Yes, last week, um, the kids they want to fish, or fish is fishes plural, um, and money. so Alex had some money and he was going to go buy a fish. Well, Abby didn't have any money because she had put all hers in the bank, and so he took some money that was sitting on a counter and like 
placed it in her room so that she could find it. And she was all excited because she had money. Well, you know, we did a little digging. Turns out that he had taken this money for a very good purpose. Like, you know, his motives Mm -hmm. for doing it were good, but he had still taken something that did not belong to him. He had lied to his sister about it. And so Tony told him, you need to tell your sister. Mm-hmm. And he's getting himself all worked up about, oh, she's going to be mad. She's going to throw a fit. And, you know, just playing out all the what if scenarios and making it huge. Mm-hmm. So he finally works up the courage after about 15 minutes to tell her. And what does she do? She hands him the money back. She comes over to me. She's a little weepy. And it's over. Here are children learning that sometimes, as uncomfortable as it feels, you just got to deal with it in the moment. And one thing I always tell my kids, I don't want lies or deception. Mm-hmm. You need to be truthful and honest with me always. And when something wrong or something happens, you need to tell me forthright. Not three weeks, not three months, not three years later. You need to tell me. And I expect, and Elisa expects the same from each other. Right. So you need to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go on to E, which is effort. And this comes from James 2.26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Yeah. Effort. It's going to take effort. A team works out together. They put forth effort, hours of effort for one common goal. We'll go for football again. The common goal, excuse me, sorry, is that they're going to win games. Mm -hmm. The ultimate goal for a team like the New England Patriots, the Green Bay Packers, Indianapolis Colts. I noticed you're leaving the Chargers out of there. What do you say? Those teams are going after Super Bowls. Chargers are lucky if we even get to the playoffs. But they put forth effort every day. Well, and, and that effort is twofold. Mm-hmm. You, you've got the individual effort. You've got those, you know, if we're talking the football players, I mean, they're out there lifting weights, running drills, doing that kind of thing. In your own marriage, it's reading the Bible. It's being in, you know, men's groups, women's groups that are building you up and strengthening who you are. It's taking the time to say, you know what, I'm going to be of service to my spouse. That is putting forth effort. Mm -hmm. It's for those of you spouse out there who one of you has been listening to us and the other one has been reluctant. It is taking effort and going, you know what, I'm going to download that and I'm going to start listening. Mm -hmm. It's going to take effort. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a couple of steps or you can listen to us on Stitcher Radio, which is very simple. You just put put the app on your phone and you listen to us whenever you can. But it takes effort. Right. And like Elisa said, I mean, the individual does. They're doing their bit. And as a team, we're doing our bit together. Yesterday, I was watching rowing. And it just, it amazes me. You know, it's like the eight-man rowing. Mm -hmm. It was like 2,000 meters. It's a long, I mean, it's a long ways. And I just looked at that. I'm like, holy cow. All eight of them are working in absolute sync. I mean, they are just on, just going at it, and it looks effortless. 
Oh, yeah. But they've put so much work into it that it looks that way. Mm-hmm. So that's the team as a whole. But I'm sure that many of those guys, because this was men's, were out there during, over the last four years. They were probably hitting the gym. They were probably doing specific workouts to train themselves so that they could mentally and physically be prepared. Same thing with our message, our message, our marriage and our message is that it takes effort. Elisa and I didn't get to where we are today by snapping our finger. Man, it would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. But we're talking, we're on a four-year, almost a five-year journey right now wow. that we started. And that took effort from that first time that we said, hey, we're going to do this 60 Days of Sex Challenge, and we're not going to give up now. I'm not going to give up here just because we did 60 days of sex. No, we're going to continue to work on our marriage. We're going to continue to build our marriage. We're going to continue to invest effort in each other through good and bad. You know, we're going to keep investing. And that is by talking to each other. We go to retreats together. We do small groups together. You know, we're doing these things to grow but it all takes effort well, and, uh, and you know the, another part of that is date night mm-hmm. date night big time yeah you I know mean, that that's a huge one that where or just date i mean date. I, I don't like calling it date night anymore okay. because date date t- dating <laughs> dating your go. spouse there we go um that's a huge area mm-hmm. where we've heard from so many of you over the last couple of weeks where you're feeling the need for more effort in your marriage and, and I'm I'm putting this one out specifically because we've heard from so many of you that you desire that time, that intimacy with your spouse, and it's not happening. Right. And so I'm going to encourage you, you know, over this next week, this is an area where you can put forth the effort and make an immediate change. I mean, you can say, we're going on a date night on Friday. You know, I listen to Tony and Lisa on Tuesday, you yeah, know, because that's when we go live. You can set up a date night for Friday or Saturday. You can make that happen. You can get the phone number for the babysitter, guys, if you don't have it, and make it happen. Effort. Effort. But this is something where, you know, if you want to see something happen in a short term, make a date night happen in this next week. Yeah. A, attitude. This comes from Romans 15.5. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. It's attitude. It's a loving attitude. The kind of attitude that Christ has for us is the kind we need to have for our spouse. And it can be changed. We need to set ourselves up for the attitude that is needed. Mm-hmm. We have that choice. We have been given that choice. And you have the choice each and every day to choose to love, cherish, honor your spouse. And I know sometimes it's hard when they're grumpy and they're PMSing and that's very, oops, sorry, that was very stereotypical. Thank you, Elisa, for the eyebrow raise. He just got the one eye, <laughs> the one eyebrow thing. Like, really? <laughs> Am I right, though? 
Well, there are times, but you know, you guys get grumpy too. I, I'm no, I, I, I totally agree. Okay, I'm just saying like, that. The only reason I take I, I take a little bit of offense to the PMS thing is because that's often used as an excuse, and you know, both sexes use that as you know a way to like. Well, well, it's just PMS. Oh yeah, okay. You know, as opposed to, I mean, for some of us, it is a physiological thing mm-hmm. where we're just out of whack. But some guys just. And gals just use that as well. It's PMS. So I don't like that one. Okay. Then we'll throw that one out. Throw that one out. Unless you really are. You know, attitude, again, I'll just go back to it. We'll throw the PMS out. But attitude is your choice. It is. And, you know, if you're struggling, if this is an area where you're struggling, one of the things that I would really recommend is um, starting your day off with a devotional. And... And, you know, Tony and I, I mean, you guys, have, if you've listened to us for any length of time, you know that we've had some issues with devotionals just in that we have a challenge in our life keeping up with them. It, it's just, it's who we are. And we're not Truth. ones to get up super early in the morning. Although I have been doing um, for women, it, well, it's not a study for women, but it's a Joyce Meyer devotional on um, the version app. Hmm. It's very short. And I have found that I like look forward to starting my day with that. And sometimes if I don't, and Tony doesn't even know this, um, you know, I'll go out and lately. I've just been, I mean, I've only been doing it for a I week, said, but no, I, I go and I sit out in the backyard. I've got my Bible. I've got my phone and I'm actually disciplining myself enough that I don't go straight to my email. When I turn on my phone, I actually start with the devotional. Nice. But it is changing my attitude. My attitude towards my kids, towards, you know, what really bugs me, towards, you know, Tony. And I'm like, you know what? And just trying to bring the temperature of the home down because I know that I often key us all up. And we just had a few incidents over the weekend where I'm like, okay, just calm down. Like, like we just need to figure out a different way to handle this because we're not being effective. And so if you're finding your attitudes out of whack, you do have that choice, but if you don't know how to fix it, and let's face it, sometimes we can't fix our own attitudes, find a devotional that speaks to you. Find, you know, positive quotes online that speak to you. Find a motivational website where you can get daily, you know, email, um, emails to, you know, get positive thoughts going into your head. Because we find ourselves so bogged down so often with all the negative junk that we read on the, you know, we hear on the news and the radio and the newspapers. And, you know, if you log on to CNN and, and, you know, Facebook, anytime something bad happens, it's all over Facebook. And, and where's all the good stuff? And I think that's why we are so negative sometimes. It's just because we've got so many inputs that are not good. So you have to make the effort, goes back to the E, to change your attitude and feed yourself positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dive into your Bible. I mean, if, if you're having a rough time, you know, go in there, mm-hmm. look, read, take time. Doesn't need to be long. I mean, heck you can go five minutes, do something. And, and something quite is honestly, better than nothing. That's about, you know, it's like five to 10 minutes, but I find myself thinking about that devotional throughout the day. And then we do Jesus calling, you know, Probably four out of five, four to seven nights. Mm-hmm. So, we sure do. M, motivation. This comes from Ephesians 6, 7. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. This is a big one. This is a big one for me. 
um, because I remember a few years ago when I actually went and met with um, one of our family pastors because I was just I was so angry all the time, just irritated with the kids and just. Rah! And I went and talked to her and she said, you know, wh- who, are you, who are you doing this for? Who, you know, what are you doing? You know, you've got this perfectionist mantle that you're, you're holding on to and, and who's it for? I'm like, well, you know, I gotta, you know, I just, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. She goes, she looks at me, she goes, did God ask you to do that? You know, did God ask you to, you know, scream at your kids so that they would perform better? Did God ask? And I'm like, well, no. She goes, that is your audience. So, and it's really kind of come to sort of a head lately at the church at Rancho Bernardo, which is where we attend just because we've been doing sort of this, the series, just really keeping God present, not just a Sunday God, but a 24 seven God. Mm-hmm. And so last week, I think I mentioned it in last week's show where there was this video where there was this yellow chair that was representing God. And so there were all these little video clips of, you know, God at the gas station represented by the yellow chair and God in the boardroom and God, um, in the car, in the car, you know, in this pickup truck, you know, and just really thinking about, okay, you know, it was, this yellow chair representing God, but just taking him everywhere. And now think about that, folks. A yellow chair, wherever you are, he is there with you. And so that makes you think, what am I doing? And would I do that with Jesus sitting right there next to me? And so that, you know, Elise and I talk about this too, you know, in your bedroom. It's between you, your spouse, and God. You know, it's that chair being there. How would you treat your spouse with Jesus right there beside you? And and I know some of you are going, oh my gosh, that's so gross, and I can't even think of that. You're going to just ruin it for me? No. It is absolutely holy. I mean, he, he made it. You know? How would you treat your spouse? I think that way. Honestly, I think that way. How would I, you know, how am I going to treat Elisa here? Am I going to treat her in a way that is going to foster love and companionship and safety? Or am I going to treat her in a way in the bedroom that's going to create friction, Mm -hmm. mistrust? I mean, I've been there before. I've tried to force you know, things upon Elisa in the bedroom. It doesn't work good. This is many, many years ago in our marriage. It's not good. You know, didn't get anything in the bedroom and didn't get anything for months afterwards. Not a good situation. Yes, forcing does not work. Right. But that motivation to think of, wow, who am I laying into right now? Am I laying into myself? and other people, and other things to give me the strength? Or am I leaning into Jesus mm-hmm. for that motivation to keep moving forward? And I'm telling you, folks, I mean, I've had a rough year, especially when it came physically. There were some tough times the first three, four, five months of this year, just really battling some issues physically and just tired and not feeling like myself i'd probably say the last four months or the four, first four months of the year and i remember just trying to motivate myself at times and i would just be driving to work and just going 
God, I'm laying it on you, man. I'm just, I don't have it. I don't want to work. I don't, you know, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I just don't know. I don't want to be, you know, just even dealing with the Lisa and the kids. I just wasn't there. And I remember day after day just leaning into him. Just going, please help me figure this out. What's going on? You know, and I, I do a lot of just, I don't want to say self-medicating, but I, I try to figure out what's going on. I don't go to doctors. It wasn't a big medical thing. It was just a, Okay, just for clarification, when Tony yeah. says self-medicating, it's like going to the natural food store. Yeah. And and talking, you know, some people hear self-medicating and they're thinking alcohol and drugs and things like that. Oh, no, so no, no, it's, no, no, it's like, you know, finding out, you know, do I need a B12 vitamin or, you know, right. that, so I just want to clarify yeah, yeah clarify fine. on that and, and so i just remember just leaning into him you know and he opened up doors i mean i got to meet some really good people mm-hmm. and and found some things you know and i went to an acupuncturist and you know doing more massage and and these sort of things that's what i enjoy and that's what i like and so it really opened up my eyes and helped me you know it, it trying to stay motivated though during that period in time tough and we find ourselves in those valleys at given times where motivation is low, where, you know, maybe we're being beat up at work or, you know, relationships and, you know, friendships that we've had have taken a turn and, you know, an unexpected turn due to misunderstanding. And, and even within our, you know, families, you know, things happen with the kids that don't, you know, you're like, Ooh, that came out of left field. And you know, what do we do now? Or just illness comes up, things come up. Mm -hmm. This is life. It is not a perfect life. It never will be on earth. The reality is, is that you have the ability to, to lean on Christ, to find that motivation and to say, you know what, if I am serving Jesus as my Lord and Savior, then what does that look like in how I treat other people? Mm -hmm. You know, does that mean that, you know, I am slow to anger and I'm working on that. I mean, that's been one, I mean, if you've listened to this show for more than a couple of weeks, you know that I am quick to anger. So being slow to anger is something that I work on. And, you know, we actually had a few incidents this weekend where I'm like, oh, I like didn't fly off the handle and want to kill somebody. That was, that's progress. But it's because I'm putting the effort into changing my attitude so that I've got the motivation to keep going. I mean, it is this beautiful circle yeah. where when you talk, and you have the effort, and you're working on your attitude, and you're working on your motivation, then all of a sudden, you can look across the table from your spouse and go, huh, we have the same jersey on. We are playing on the same team, because we're working at all of these different facets to be a unified couple. Right. And that's, you know, when you stood before God and your friends and family or or whomever it was, and said, I will love this person. I will be in this relationship as long as life shall last. You are making a commitment to do these things, to talk, to put effort in, to have it, you know, a positive attitude, to work on your attitude, to work on your motivation. T-E-A-M, talk, effort, attitude, motivation. So that doesn't end the minute the ring gets slipped on the finger. That's when it starts. Mm-hmm. And it lasts as long as life shall last, that you have to be putting forth the effort into all of these different areas. 
And that's when you're going to look across the table and, and you're going to be able to walk out and people, you know, you'll be walking around and people are like, oh my gosh. Like we had, you know, a friend at church come up to me, uh, up to us today and she's like, there's that happy couple. AJ. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's nice when somebody walks up to you and that's, you know, that's their perception of who you are. Because when she looks at us, she sees two people playing on the same team. Right. Your kids will be able to tell when you are playing on the same team. It will make a more solid foundation for them. It will leave a legacy for your children that will play out in their future relationships. You playing on the same team is not just for you. It is for everybody that you interact with. Because solid marriages are critical in our society right now. But you've got to start with the person sitting across the table from you. You've got to make that relationship strong so that you can be that light in your community of what a strong, solid marriage looks like. Well said. Love it. And we will end there. All right, here's your action step for today. OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com slash newsletter. Sign up. Join the newsletter. You're going to get loads of tips and stuff from Elisa and I. We want to, you know, interact with you. So if you have any questions, info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can ask us questions. Again, we are getting to them. We are backed up a couple of days. If you want to call in, we love your call-ins. So 858-876-5663. We'd love to hear from you. And you guys, man, it's been another awesome week. And we are just truly blessed, honored, humbled to have you guys as listeners. We really are. And we thank you for downloading us each and every week, you know, going to Stitcher and listening to us each and every week, however you consume the show. It's, it's awesome. And we are truly blessed. We love you guys and we will catch you next week.